0: Hello, and welcome to my very first Bedtime Story. My name is Caroline, and I've written this story with love. As an adult, I've always loved a good story to escape from the real world, and I love to let my creativity run wild, and let it come to life via stories like these. This Bedtime Story is designed for adults and children, to let you gently drift off into a deep and peaceful sleep. So let's get started and snuggle under the blankets. Adjust your pillow comfortably and take a deep breath in. Then exhale and let go of the day. As you let your face relax, gently drop your shoulders to release the tension And let your hands drop to the side of your body. Exhaling gently and relaxing your chest. Softening your legs, your thighs and your calves. Great. Now let the story begin. It was a calm afternoon and Aura was laying outside on the veranda of the family home. Snuggled up with her cozy blanket overlooking the farm. Aura and her family lived in a town called Sleep a Lot, just north of Rest a Lot. Sleep a Lot was a quiet, friendly town with friendly neighbors and plenty of animal friends that Aura loved to play with. Aura was a typical staffy puppy. She was short and stocky, yet very lean and athletic. She had a shiny blue-grey coat that shimmered like satin in the sun. She had two dark brown friendly eyes, two cute floppy ears and a tiny wrinkle on her forehead. She had a shiny wet black nose and a typical friendly staffy smile that grinned from ear to ear. She had two tiny black whiskers on each side of her face. She had a cute tail that wiggled with excitement almost all day, except when she was sleeping soundly on her soft and fluffy bed on the veranda. Aura had four strong legs, that carried her to every paddock, to every excitement and to every adventure you could imagine. The family home was a big farm and was surrounded by animals. In the front paddock there were black and white furry cows. In the side paddock were cute pink pigs with curly tails. And on the other side, there were palms in all sorts of colors. Some were coffee brown, others were like caramel, and some were as white as snow. The farm was surrounded by lots of lush greens. From the veranda, Aura noticed the trees, the bushes and the long grass in the paddock. She heard the crickets and the birds as the gentle afternoon breeze rustled through the leaves. Aura was as comfortable as a puppy could be, basking in the afternoon sun and gently started to doze off. She gently shut her eyes And her mind started to dream. She started to dream of Emma. Emma was seven years old and lived next door. Emma loved to spend time with Aura and would always come over after school had finished. Even though they don't speak the same language, they seem to really understand each other in their own little way. In Aura's dream, they went on a big adventure. Emma came over for a playdate and Aura ran towards her with a wagging tail, welcoming Emma with a wet, slobbery kiss. Emma had brought a new tennis ball for Aura, which was her favourite toy. The two started to play fetch and started to meander along the footpath. The footpath was covered by big tall trees, providing shelter from the hot summer sun. The footpath was lined with lots of plants, or I remembered when her mum planted these last spring because Aura's mum loved gardening and she had carefully placed each plant, alternating a green thick succulent with a fluffy sprig of moss, creating an inviting and enchanting pattern along the footpath. At night, the footpath was lit with fairy lights. And this was Aura's favourite part to walk at night. As Ora and Emma continued their adventure they walked past the water garden. In the pond lived the koi family. Koi fish, or more specifically nishikigoi in Japanese, are coloured varieties of the carp fish. This particular koi family had lived here for over 10 years and they were there before Aura was even born. One of the friendliest koi was named Kyoko, which means Japanese for mirror. And no wonder this fish was given this name, because Kyoko loved to copy those at the surface of the pond. Every time when Aura walked past, Kyoko would follow her and would copy her exact moves. When Aura walked to the left, Kiyoko would swim to the left and when Aura walked to the right, Kiyoko would swim to the right. When Aura lowered her snout to the water, Kiyoko would do the same, giving Aura a little kiss. Emma also loved Kiyoko and all the other fish in the water. And as she drew little circles on the water with her finger, Kyoko would follow. Hi, Kiyoko, Emma said. Ora and I are off to an adventure in the forest. We'll see you when we get back. Bye. Blub 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 blub. Kiyoko said. And stuck her pectoral fin out of the water, as if to wave goodbye. And as the pair walked further along the footpath, they brushed past the long, leafy bamboo plants. Lush and tall, the bamboo had strong foundations in the soil and reached up high into the sky, taller than the family home. Aura and Emma walked further down the footpath, one foot in front of the other, the gravel crunching underneath their steps. Aura's nose picked up a strange scent. It smelled like vanilla, but also like lavender. The scent was soft and gentle and very inviting, so Aura followed her nose. It took her further along the path, then off the path, into the lush bushes. And then her nose touched a remarkable tree with green leaves and purple flowers, lots of little flowers. And in the flowers were hundreds of blue butterflies, drinking the yellow fragrant nectar from the flowers. Aura was amazed at the sight of it as she had never seen that many butterflies before. Her eyes big with excitement and frozen in her step. Emma looked at all these butterflies as even she had never seen that many butterflies in one place. All the butterflies seemed to have a purpose. Some had finished drinking the nectar and were about to take flight, flying high up in the air. Other butterflies had just arrived, and landed perfectly on the big purple flowers, placing their tiny legs precariously on the flower petals, just close enough to reach the nectar in the center of the flower. As Aura and Emma stood in awe of the butterflies, they suddenly heard a soft cry. Mm. Mm. The sound was somewhat sad, but they couldn't quite locate where it came from. Mm. Mm. Look, there it is again, Emma said, as the sound grew louder. Aura ducked carefully underneath the butterfly tree without trying to scare the butterflies and followed her little ears, bringing her closer to where the sound came from. It seemed to come from a burrow in the ground. And as Aura came closer to the sound, she peeked her head over the burrow she was faced with the two cutest little eyes she had ever seen. Two tiny black eyes, an orange bill, and a yellow fluffy coat. Oh, look, it's a baby duckling, Emma said. It looks like she's stuck in the burrow. This baby duckling was all alone without any other ducklings around. No brothers. No sisters and mum and dad couldn't be found. Emma quickly kneeled down to get the little duckling out of the burrow and carefully wrapped it in her jumper. Ora licked the little duckling's coat to remove any dirt. "What's your name, little buddy?" asked Emma. "My name is Wilbur," said the duckling. "Where are your parents?" Asked Emma. I'm not sure, but I have lots of brothers and sisters, and we love playing by the big lake with the light, said Wilbur. Oh, your poor mother must be worried about you. We'd better get you back quickly to your family, thought Emma. Although Emma had no idea where the lake with the light was, she knew they had to get going quickly before the sun would set and it would get dark and cold, so as their adventure continued they now had to find the lake with the light. As they wandered into the wilderness, the sun started to set and home soon they needed to get. With little Wilbur needing to find his home, the trio walked through the bush, and under the dome. After the dome, they turned to the left and turned to the right, where soon they saw the lake with the light. Across the lake, they found the light. Placed on a tall windmill, it was very bright. So quickly they walked around the big lake with Wilbur kept warm so he wouldn't shake. Soon they arrived at the big tall windmill where they found Wilbur's mum nestled in the foothill. As Wilbur was now reunited with his mum and dad and brothers and sisters it was time for Emma and Aura to get home quickly before their parents would start to get worried. As the sun was setting, painting the sky baby pink and shades of purple, the two ran home quickly. And as they arrived home, they sat down in their favorite hammock on the veranda, snuggling into the soft pillows and on Aura's favorite fluffy blanket. Oh, how she loved to spend time with Aura, Emma thought. And as the two were catching their breath from running home just in time, they lay back, closed their eyes, falling sound asleep, dreaming of the great adventure they had had. Hi, and thank you for listening through to the end of this episode. If you want to support the podcast, please leave a review on iTunes or take a screenshot and share it on social media. If you want to support me personally and help to grow the podcast, please subscribe to the newsletter on the website, AmazonWarrior.com.au. Did you know you can request personalized guided meditations? Just head to the website and request your very own tailored meditation with your choice of background music. Also, if you found this episode helpful, please share it with your friends, colleagues, family or teammates as word of mouth is the best way to grow the podcast. Thanks again.